This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hey, what's going on? I am Mark Grody. We do welcome you into the Daily Score, and it has happened. It looks like Tyson Bajan will be the Bears' primary backup quarterback to Justin Fields. Let me just read verbatim what the Chicago Bears have sent. This is from via text message. Here's the exact verbiage that is used. The Chicago Bears have terminated the following vested veteran QB PJ Walker. So PJ Walker released by the Chicago Bears. The other news of the day, the Chicago Bears have waived the following player, offensive lineman Alex Leatherwood. And thirdly, the Chicago Bears have waived the following player with an injury designation. They call that waived slash injured offensive uh, uh, lineman Gabe Hoy, H-O-U-Y. If you were watching the preseason game on Saturday against Buffalo, which the Bears lost, Hoy was unfortunately had to be carted off the field and pretty fitting that it was an offensive lineman. This is a guy that was not going to make the team or anything like that, but just considering all of the recent injuries and absences on the offensive line, I thought it was pretty symbolic to everything that is going on. But I want to say that this is a like in the overall scheme of things, this is a shocker, but it's also not a shocker because P.J. Walker simply has not played well. Now, he played decently in the game on Saturday. His Probably his best performance yet, whether in training camp or in the two previous preseason games, but too little too late, as we say. And I got to tell you, I was in the Bears locker room after the game on Saturday. I was part of a small group of reporters that was talking to P.J. Walker and I didn't report it. I didn't call it, but I definitely could tell that PJ Walker was on thin ice with the Chicago Bears because listen to this. Listen to PJ Walker after the game. This was his tone. Jim, they've been upfront with you and telling you that you're competing for the second string job at this point. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I ain't no fool. I can read the room. You know what I'm saying? So I, I mean, I know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, uh, it's a business. And if you ain't performing, you ain't gonna be able to play. So for me, it's just go out there, uh, perform at a high level, or you don't play. So for me, that, that, that's what it is. I mean, and that was his tone throughout the whole thing. You, 
he's he's no fool and he could read the room <laughs> that said everything to me that said that he a obviously knew he was in a legitimate competition and the more i listened to it i think he knew i think he knew i think he knew going into that game that he was going to get waived that considering that tyson bajan was the second quarterback up after justin fields it was going to happen so there it is tyson bajan unless they pull a fast one the bears and they bring in somebody else tyson bajan is the backup quarterback for the chicago bears now like i said he did not perform great in the game on saturday either bajan 7 of 14 for 43 yards um that included an eight-yard touchdown run. It also included um, a pretty bad interception. But but if we're going to throw that in there, and I'm going to tell you everything because I watched every single snap of the game, obviously being at the game and watching it at Soldier Field, there was a throw in the end zone that John Carlson, the tight end, should have made. So you could look at it as Tyson Bajan should have had a touchdown pass in that game as well. While we're at it, the, the first string offense continues to be concerning as the first two drives for Justin Fields were three and outs. They put themselves in a third and 10 situation, and then Justin Fields tried to fling a first down pass to DJ Walker, but he was covered well. And then they put themselves into a third and 11 spot in, the, in their second series, and that didn't work. And they finally did put a, a decent drive together, did Justin Fields. But then after Justin Fields takes a really rough hit, that was it for him. Tyson Bajan comes in, and that's when he finished up that drive, which did end in a, in a field goal eventually. Um, and, yeah. So, yeah, Justin Fields, by the way, on the day, on Saturday, two of six for 51 yards, three carries for 16 yards, he did have a 40-yard pass play with DJ Moore. And again, there was more DJ Moore than it was Justin Fields because he caught it on about a 15 to 20-yard pass. And then DJ Moore took it another 20 yards after it looked like he was a dead man in the middle of the field. It actually looked like to me, and I didn't get a chance to talk to DJ Moore after the game, looked to me like the Buffalo Bills players thought that DJ Moore was going down and kind of tricked them and and stayed up for another 20 yards. But all credit to DJ Moore. He has just been fantastic throughout this entire preseason. So it's a very interesting situation. What about uh, Nathan Peterman? Yeah, I mean, at this point, I got to believe that he will be their third quarterback and they will try to tuck him away on the, the practice squad. Unless, again, like I said, the Bears you know, decide to cut him and bring in another quarterback. Maybe they've seen – I mean, Nathan Peterman didn't sniff the field on Saturday – he still does have the nicest pass of the entire preseason in the second preseason game against Indianapolis where he had that 30-some yard pass where he rolls right and hits Doris Fountain in the end zone. So for whatever that's worth, that existed. But again, the big news is that uh, Tyson Bajan, as of now, the backup quarterback to Justin Fields, P.J. Walker is gone, and Nathan Peterman hanging on, probably on, uh, on thin ice. Some other stuff in my walk through the locker room on Saturday. How about Tyreek Stevenson? I can't say he's had been the best player in camp or in the preseason, but also he's been the most interesting guy, and he's been more good than bad 
you know, he's made some mistakes. He had another two penalties in this game, which he's going to address here in just a second. But after dropping would-be interceptions in his first two games of the preseason, Stevenson finally held on to one and did get an interception. Take a listen to Tyreek Stevenson. Mission accomplished. You saw that you can catch a football out there? Yeah, finally. Mission accomplished. You know, it ain't, it ain't like I'm uh, catching catching the ball like a snake. You know, snake ain't got no hands. So definitely mission accomplished. But I'm like I was saying earlier, I'm, I'm on to the bigger and better things, and I was just cleaning up my mistakes. Interception was good. You know, it was great finally to showcase I could catch. But uh, definitely want to work on the smaller details of how I can, you know, not have penalties and, and not have, you know, missed tackles and certain things like that. I know it happens fast, but were you thinking about your technique on that interception or do you not have time to? Um, definitely was. Um, you know, with this game, you got to be able to think, you know, think in milliseconds. So just with everything that was going on, I understood that once he broke out, you know, typically the ball's coming. So I, I went from his I went from his uh, hands to his eyes to, to his whole face expression, and that's what uh, typically made me turn around. Anything on the two holding penalties? Uh, just got to get better. Got to be a cleaner DB. Got to understand. Got to understand. Um, pretty much got to understand what this league is offering. You know, knowing not, and got to know that I'm a rookie. They're gonna be looking for certain things with me. So just got to understand. I got to play a cleaner game. My favorite part of that was his explanation of the interception because it was wild. Like he turns around at the very last second, and if he hadn't turned around, which I was worried he wasn't going to, that would have been. Uh, defensive pass interference for sure dpi but as he said he was reading the expression of the wide receiver reading his eyes and watching his body so i thought that was pretty fascinating to get in into the weeds a little bit with tyreek stevenson about the the pick last piece of sound i have for you was another interesting thing that happened Bayless jones jr was not playing in this game tyler scott had all the kick returns, all the punt returns. He had a 55-yarder as well, and I had a chance to talk to Tyler Scott as well, the Bears' rookie wide receiver. Bears said that they're, they've been very upfront with players. Is it your understanding that you're going to be the kick returner and punt returner on this team? Um, they haven't been upfront in that way, uh, at least towards me. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, um, you know. You know, you're trying to take somebody's job at the end of the day. You know, you're trying to earn a position. You know, you're trying to earn a spot on the roster and, and um, you know, trying to make an impact the best way that you can. So um, you know, they haven't been too upfront about, you know, who's kickoff return. But at the end of the day, um, you know, this game is all about opportunity and you just got to make the best of your opportunities. Good stuff there from, from Tyler Scott as well. So, yeah, they, it's, it's, how, it's interesting they said you get you still got to beat somebody out and presumably – that is Valus Jones. So it sounds to me like Valus Jones Jr. still very well could be the punt and kick returner for the Bears. We shall see. I think that that would be a mistake. I said it over and over and over. I hope that Valus Jones Jr. is returning kicks. I hope that Valus Jones Jr. is not returning punts. I don't know why they would go back to that again. Um, if there was some sort of incredible track record and they were just trying to get the yips out of them, then I'd say, like, that's okay. But this is the National Football League. I don't know why that they would tinker with something like that, considering what happened last year and considering what has happened already this year with the with the one muff punt that he had in a game. Something does not click for Valus Jones when it comes to the punt return, but we'll – We'll continue to track that for you. A couple other things. As we were standing outside of the Bears locker room to get in to talk to the players, out walks Tevin Jenkins in a walking boot on his right leg with a pronounced limp. Like this wasn't just a, you know, sometimes you see the guys in the walking boot and they're walking just fine. It's an abundance of precautions. He was limping badly. No update on that yet, but I can just tell you what I saw with my own eyes. Probably about five minutes after that, 
the second-year offensive lineman, Doug Kramer, who you saw playing a lot of center in that game on Saturday, he comes out. He's got a white cast on his right wrist and hand. So, so we're going to need some answers on those guys. And it looked like the hard kind of cast as well. So that worries me a little bit for, for Doug Kramer and whether or not he makes this team as well. Um, good to see Tremaine Edmonds on the field playing. Yannick Ngakwe got into the game as well. The offensive line, as we expected, was from left to right. Braxton Jones at left tackle. Cody Whitehair left guard. Doug Kramer, while he lasted, was playing center. You had um, – who else did you have? You had uh, Larry Borum at right tackle and Chitari Carter at right guard. So that, man, we're going to see who gets healthy. We're going to see who stays on this team, and we're going to learn more, obviously, um, throughout this week. Last thing I'll say is, hey, credit to Ryan Poles and to Matt Eberflus. These moves that they made cost them money, you know, with Alex Leatherwood and the the you know, the cutting of Leatherwood and the cutting of P.J. Walker – yeah, these are they are admitting that these were not the right guys that they brought in. So a ton of credit to Ryan Poles and to Matt Eberflus for not trying to force guys in onto this roster that don't belong on this roster, even if it ends up costing them money. But the last thing I'll say too is stay tuned because it's going to be an interesting week. The Bears do have to have their roster down to fifty three men by Tuesday. I promise you that will continue to trickle. So stay tuned right here to 670 The Score. You can see that you can, if you're watching on YouTube, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Grody Sports. And I try to respond to people too when you when we interact. I don't mind it at all. Um, I'm also on Facebook and I'm also on Instagram. I don't do as much business on those uh, modes, but I do try to put the link up on both Facebook and Instagram as well. So I appreciate you guys listening for our very tired and exhausted and Las Vegas filled executive producer, Ray Diaz. I am Mark Grody, and I will talk to you soon on the Daily Score.